and welcome back to the Left Cleft Podcast. I am not Tim. I am not Jordan. And uh, today we are continuing on in our small mini-series talking about songs that have greatly impacted our early Christian life. What song are we talking about today, Jordan? So, it was my turn, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing? Alright, so the song that we're going to be talking about today is the song In the Light, which was originally written by a man named Charlie Peacock, but it was made famous by DC Talk, right? So, Tim, tell us a little bit about DC Talk, if you would. Okay, so DC Talk is a three guys. You've got uh, Michael Tate and Toby Mack. They met at Liberty University, so shout out to uh, that, that great theological center in Virginia. Uh, so they meet... And they start a band, and uh, during Michael Tate, he's in uh, worship with, uh, I can't remember, it's basically church at a seminary, and uh, (laughs) uh, he heard Kevin Max singing, and he's like, ah, this guy needs to be in the band. So they started hanging out, they became friends, and all three of them moved off campus together, and then uh, that was the birth of DC Talk. And they released a couple albums prior to the song uh, that In the Light is on, the album being Jesus Freak. and uh, one, of, one of my favorite albums of all time, by the way. Oh, yeah. Just throwing that out there. It's straight fire. It so, really is. Anyways. It's, that being said, it actually was their highest selling album at the time, and it hit number 12 on the uh, Billboard for Christian music. So, hey, hey. Yeah. Because it was an amazing CD. Boom. Um, yeah, and so that's that's what it, all I've really got history-wise. DC Talk's kind of a newer er, band. Um, this, oh, but we're talking Was. about. <laughs> yeah, they they uh, they're on they're on hiatus still. Okay, I'm still waiting for them to come back. I mean, Toby Mac, Michael Tate, Kev, Kevin Max, like. Have you heard Audio Adrenaline? They're, they've made they've they're still pumping stuff out. Sure, I actually I don't and, know. <laughs> you, you know what? To be honest, uh, I don't know either. But I mean, come on, you you got Toby Mac, Michael Tate was the dude, and I think is still the guy for uh, Newsboys. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Kevin Max was in Audio Adrenaline, but I think now he's a solo artist. Yeah. So, so phenomenal singers, all of them. All of them. Which, They're all solo artists. Well, I mean, Michael Tate isn't, but like he's like the the head guy of Newsboys. So. Yeah, and and I think he had a stint where he was a solo artist. So clearly, they're all talented, and uh, which just heightens this song to another level yeah. of just sweet, sweet sound to my ears. <laughs> so. Talking about sweet, sweet sound to your ears, I, I gotta ask, I, I've prepped some questions for you. Alright, I'm not ready, let's go. Alright, so, I I figured we'd use this time, aim. I want people to get to know you and me throughout this podcast a little bit better. Yeah, so, yeah. So I'm gonna shoot some questions at you, and then we're gonna dig into the song a little bit deeper. And okay. I, I have some questions about the song, so we'll, they'll, they'll roll in. Um, oh, oh, beforehand though, uh, if you... Have not heard in the light, and and I'm gonna send you to the DC Talk version. Mm-hmm. This is that time to go listen to it. Okay. 
Okay, this is your no. Seriously, this is your chance. Get shoe. Get out of here. Please come right. back. Yeah, please don't forget to come back. All right, that's enough time. Anyways, Pause. continue. Tim. Welcome. Uh, so first question: What is your top favorite songs of all time? What? 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 What, what kind of a question is that? I I just need. I'll give you. I'll I'll be fair. I'll give you a shot. Favorite Christian songs of all time. Well, I really like In the Light. Okay. Obviously. Uh, shoot, I, it, this I, isn't a cool question, man. I, it's not a cool question. It's not. I, I saw In the Light coming. Like, I'll share, while Jordan's thinking, I'll share a cool story about In the Light uh, in our early Christian days. Uh, we would listen to it on the drive home from uh, the faith journey at the time, now the road. Shout out to the <laughs> the road church in Fenton. Uh, and I, I mean, we also listened to it. And so Joran would always, he's the better singer of the two of us. He would always take the melody. And I was always like the, the harmony low because my falsetto is shoddy at best. You're working <laughs> on it. You're working on oh, it. Oh, it's come such a long way. And so it, it really has. Really <laughs> I mean, you can't blame me for being, I, any regard teenage voice sucks so we'd literally sing this in the light while we're driving and i mama jay probably was like these two are just the biggest dorks but like we can't confirm oh can't yeah confirm. yeah and uh but i'm sure er, if she's listening she can also attest she enjoyed it like yeah these two kids love jesus so mm. <laughs> no fault <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> so how about those songs, Jordan? Uh, I just, I love music and to choose favorites, even when you narrow it down to the genre of Christian music, there's just so many, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. anything by third day, um, amazing grace. Okay. I'm just going to say amazing grace. Cause oh, I do love amazing grace. And, and may I clarify the grace like rain version? Grace like rain. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, give me your eyes mm. by uh, uh, Brandon Heath. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't that going to be our alternate for this? Podcast? That, that 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 was my alternate for this. Uh, right. But we're not doing it. So, <laughs> uh, I love a lot of hymns. Uh, and unfortunately, when you put me on the spot like this, my brain just completely shuts off. But like uh, old rugged cross, um. How sweet the Father's love for me, us, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm just like ah. So, uh, so we'll just we'll just put on the bracket hymns. <laughs> I I do I like hymns. I I mean I grew up in a Baptist and then a non-denominational church, and there's just something about hymns that I I understand why people don't like hymns. Mm -hmm. But there are ways to do hymns well, like super super well. And uh, while I was studying at Moody Bible Institute, we would do hymns a lot, but not in the like, all right, all rise, go to this page in your hymnal book, but like very, very high music quality versions of it. And when you have a like hundreds of Christian college students and faculty and staff singing to God at the same time, it is 
I, I miss it, honestly. I really do. It hymns when done right, like you some good hymn author like bands like or bands that sing hymns well. A couple of mine in favorites are Citizens and Saints have a, a couple good stuff. Um Page C X V I or Page X V I. I think it's C X V I. She most of hers are all hymns and oh, so good. So I totally get you on the hymns. I hear you. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, so. Like how great thou art. But oh. is is another it's another hymn kind of, so it's just like uh all right. But I mean, I, I, I do like a lot of, mod- like, a Third Day, I probably know most of Third Day's songs by heart. <laughs> Jordan has um, discography he, on lock. I, I have two versions of The Wire in my car right now. <laughs> two different CDs of the same CD. One of them has been played so much that it no longer works in the CD player in my car. That's awesome, man. <laughs> but... So, so yeah, like uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's that's a horrible question. I don't like that. Try another one. Sorry, I I had to do it to you. Ugh, fine. <laughs> uh, my next question: What do you do for a living? Well, I am bivocational. I work as the uh, youth director at my church. Cool. But I also work in construction with my dad. That that's awesome. So that that gives uh uh credence to our dissing of flatheads we we <laughs> yeah stupid flatheads flatheads are the worst that you know what really sucks with flatheads is when the electrician uses a flathead that's like three inches long it's like what why you only need like an inch three inches is way too much they, anyways they, they just do it to be funny i'm, I'm convinced I, I it's really it's just like you don't you don't need that much screw going in that it's not not necessary not necessary um and for my final song final song (laughs) we're doing songs here what oh yeah no that was misspeak misspoke question question all right uh this was gonna be off the cuff and i can't think of it because I didn't write it down. I'm going to cut all this, so I'm just like, final question, and then I'm going to pick it back up. Okay. Um, I had it. I literally, when I asked you your job, it was like, mm. Okay, I got it. You ready? Yeah. Okay, so final question. What is your favorite type of theology to talk about? Ooh, um, mm, uh, mm, Trinitarian theology is the first thing that comes to mind because I love Trinitarian theology because, okay, gosh darn it, I'm delving into Trinitarian theology again. No, 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 no. Okay. Keep it down to three minutes if you're going to. I can, I can easily keep it down in three minutes. Okay. Hit it. Reason why Trinitarian theology is so important is because when it comes to heretical ideas most of them stem from misinterpreting or really mislabeling who jesus and god is 
And so Trinitarian theology is so important because if you mess up Jesus, you mess up salvation. And if you mess up salvation, you don't have Christianity anymore. All right. That's it. But I also love dispensationalism. I also love the sort of in the similar vein as Trinitarian theology. I love the hypostatic union, which for those of you who don't know, the hypostatic union is the philosophical conundrum of Jesus being 100% man and 100% God at the same time. I love it. It's so simple, but so complex. Because it doesn't, it's, it's hard to mathematically have it make sense. But it's, it's sort of like saying like, uh, I am 100% your friend, but I'm also 100% a husband. I can be 100% both, but they don't, they don't overlap at the same time. But it's a little bit more complicated with, uh, with Jesus and, and with the godness of Jesus. Because he's because 100% God and 100% human. Because it's just like, well, you're either God or you're not God. You're either human or you're not human. And right. if you're not human, then what are you? But it's, it's the spiritual versus flesh, you know? And it's, it's, it's so complex, but it's so beautiful. And, and again, the reason why I gravitate towards theology like this is because it has to deal with salvation. It has to deal with who Jesus is, who God is, and what he's done for us. That's why I love theology. That's why I love studying the Bible, is because that's my God. And, and what has he done for me? Who, who is this God? Yeah. That's why I'm a Bible nerd. Oh, got him. Bible got him. Nerd. Or, or, or to, to be uh, thematic here, that's why I'm a Jesus freak. Ooh, bringing it <laughs> back. Let's talk about <laughs> Jesus freak and some of the... Why, Jesus why... freak is the album right. that, that In the Light is. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to, yeah. In, in case anyone... We're... We're bringing back, bring it back. Jesus freak in the light. Jordan, why do you like this song? Hit it. This song, and the reason why I like it so much is because there, there's actually two perspectives that you can take as you sing this song. Either someone who has not yet received Christ as their savior, or someone who has received Christ as their savior. Both of them reach the same conclusion. Okay, so I'm assuming that everyone has gone ahead and has listened to the song already. The first line, I keep trying to find a life on my own apart from you. Human life without God is devoid of meaning. And uh, the book of Ecclesiastes, or as my youth group likes to call it, Ecclesiastes, uh, <laughs> goes through... I know, right? I love them. Uh, <laughs> The idea is that, in, in Ecclesiastes, of King Solomon going through life and trying to find meaning, trying to find purpose, and he looks for it in money, in alcohol, in food, in women, in power. He goes looking for it in all of it, and his answer to all of it is the same. It's all vanity. It's all rubbish. It means nothing. And that's that's really, like, if, if you go through your life and... Uh, Tim, you have a little bit more experience with this than I do because I grew up in the church and I was, I've been like deeply enriched, but you had that time in your life where you weren't nearly as like drenched in it. Yeah. But that, that time before God really has like, it's, it's like, it's like when you get a pizza and you think that pizza is going to be awesome, and but then it's no, hot. There's no sauce. 
And there's no sauce to it. It's just like, <sighs> where's the sauce? What happened? Or, you know what? Better, more realistic. You get a chocolate chip cookie that isn't a chocolate chip cookie. It's oh. a raisin cookie. Oh, no. Yeah. That's that's what life is kind of... Because if, if you look at it, uh, and you look at, like, atheistic or other religions, there there is no meaning or purpose or hope to any of this. And the human psyche is designed, it's engineered to function with a higher purpose, a higher calling. In there somewhere, we strive for it, and our ancestors strive for it. And even those who haven't heard of the gospel strive for some spiritualness. Because without it, none of this matters. If you take an evolution standpoint, you have no value, no purpose. What are you doing here? From dust you have come to, dust you will return. And that's it. And so I keep trying to find a life on my own apart from you. It doesn't exist. And we keep... That's where this song starts. And uh, you're talking Ecclesiastes. Uh, in Ecclesiastes, that first chapter, I believe it's 11. Uh, it talk, it, I don't think it's 11. In the first chapter, it talks about how like God has put eternity into man's heart. So like he's mm-hmm. looking for... like You can ask anyone out there... like. Is there, like, an afterlife? Your hardest atheists will say no. But do they believe that? That's that's for debate. I would debate that. Uh, but, like, most people, like, you find out, like, if you ask someone on the street, like, yeah, I'm a good person. There, There's an afterlife. Like, and, and, and so it, it's calling to this idea that, like, yeah, well, I have... That, there, there, there is something after death. You look at all these religions being created, and there is something after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's got to be. Otherwise, the human mind goes insane. It, it can't handle nothingness. Right. Much like I can't handle nothingness. My brain needs stimulation. <laughs> but like, imagine your entire life. For those of you who are like me. And you cannot handle simple mundaneness. You need something to stimulate the mind. If there is no God, if there is no purpose, it's like being in a mundane task for your entire life. It's like filling drywall holes forever. Forever. Or painting walls forever. (laughs) By the way, I painted walls. Well, actually, it was technically ceiling. I painted ceiling today, so I'm a little just like, please talk to me but anyways <laughs> so so that's sort of the thanks i appreciate that tim that's that's why you're my bud yeah uh but that's sort of like the first part of to, to sort of like get an overview of this song it it really touches it, everyone can relate to this song because we're all at a point or have been at a point where we realize that we there's there's no value here Mm-hmm. And I, I could literally go through line for line for this song and just talk about why I love each line. So I'm, I'm going to try not to, but at the same time, I kind of feel like I'm going to. Then I mean, the next line, yeah, what? I mean, that's that's why we're here, right? That's, that's kind of why we're here, and there's just so much to it. But anyways, the next line, I am the king of excuses. I've got one for every selfish thing I do. 
Mm. Humans by nature are very prideful. I, I, by my nature, am very prideful. We are so used to coming up with excuses for why it's not my fault. <laughs> oh, well, you didn't tell me it was that, or oh, I, I wasn't told, or oh, well, when I left it, it was, you know, like we, yeah. we come up with excuses. It's almost there's, there's second always, nature. It, it is, which actually reminds me of another song. Uh, I, I'm not going to get into it, though. It's a Reliant K song, but I love Reliant K, too. Whoa. Boom, there you go. More songs. Um, and and then you get, like, into the, uh, oh, forgive me, my brain doesn't do music. The uh, pre-chorus? Oh. Is that what that's technically called? I, let me let me look. It, yeah, it's uh, the, yeah, it's the pre-chorus. Oh, the pre-chorus? And so this this happens consistently throughout the song what's going on inside of me i despise my own behavior i it, last time we talked about the doo-doo passage and i'm going to bring up the doo-doo passage again i i do things and i don't know why i do them right. i get angry and then afterwards i'm just like why did you do that you lie you steal and then afterwards you're just like well that was stupid like we we do things and then afterwards we realize that was dumb mm. yeah what's what's going and if you take this from a post-Christ perspective, which is the perspective that, for as long as I can remember, is the perspective that I've taken with this song, this cuts deep. Yeah. This is a slap to my face every single time I hear it and every single time I sing along. It, it's, what, what am I doing? What is going on inside of me? I despise. Not like, you know, I, I kind of wish I didn't do that. No, despise. Despise us is a strong word, Tim. Despise is very strong. I despise pineapple on pizza. I despise the sin inside me. It, it, you, it, there, there's a difference there, you know? Like, you can't... It's The, the dictionary says it's a verb feeling contempt or deep repugnance for. Ooh, repugnance. That's a good word. Repugnance. Yeah, and then it 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 continues on. It it just confirms my suspicions that I am still a man in need of a savior. Regardless of whether you have accepted Christ or not, you need a savior daily. No, that doesn't mean that you lose your salvation daily and then you need to go and get saved again. No, but I am not yet perfect, despite my attempts to be, and despite my attempts to convince the world that I am perfect. I am still in need of a savior. And there is only one savior, Jesus Christ. Mm. Amen. That's, That's why I love this song. It we're not we're in the pre-chorus after the fur the intro. Like Yeah. But it's it's technically the first verse, because there really aren't like the verses are not long in this song. No, they aren't. And it's just like, you know, like the guitar to this song is also so good, or just like the chords. I, I love the chord progression on this song. Completely off topic, but it just it just makes it feel so real. And and then you get to the chorus. I want to be in the light as you are in the light, uh, which is the the name of the song in the light. Which uh, in one of my CDs that I have of DC Talk that they have this song, they actually read from First John two, um, and I'm gonna see if I can find it here real quick. First uh, John two, it's eight. Is it eight? Uh, no. Nope. 
And it's nine. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates a brother or sister is still in darkness. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light, and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. They 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 quote a, a version of uh, nine and ten, mm-hmm. and uh, all of First John one and that part of two talk heavily about light. The theology of light in the Bible is so prevalent; it's it's everywhere. Tim, like. Tim, real quick, name three places where light is listed other than First John. Go, ha, putting you on the spot now. Oh, there's one in John. Boom. Uh, Technically cheating, but I'll let it go. Uh, uh, the Genesis. Genesis. Boom. Where God brings every, like, boom. There's light. Uh, oh man. And then First John. There's other places, but I'm cheating and saying First John because Jordan put me on the spot because. <laughs> I, I, I said you can't use first John, but I'll let it slide. I'll no, let it slide. No, 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 no. There, there's... You ask me and it all goes out of my head. I know, right? It sucks. Hmm. It's what you get. I'll, I'll give you a hint. My word, or your word is... Uh, blank. Onto my feet. Oh, gosh. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Oh, Matthew, in Matthew, he talks about like a city on a hill. There you go. Not the one I was referencing, but no. good job. No, <laughs> but my brain was like, city on a hill. Why would you yeah. cover it with a lampshade? Like, it's not the verse, but that's that's, yeah. that's silly. Yeah, and and in Psalms, it's actually in a lot of the Psalms. Yeah, I, I was flipping through Psalms, and you said that, and my brain was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, light is everywhere in scripture. And uh, I'm going to be looking in 1 John a lot, or a lot of my references will be from 1 John. I, I'm i kind of preaching on 1 John this Sunday. Cool. No, this was not planned. I I love 1 John. It's He's very cut and dry, and there's like black and white things. Like it's either light or darkness, love or hate. Like, it, there, it's a lot of contrast. He just he's illustrating to make it like clear. Like, yeah, John is an amazing writer because I've so over the past couple weeks. So when we first talked about doing this, I read through John or First John, I should say, like every single day for a week, just so that I was immersed in this. And then for the last two weeks, I've been reading through First John for my sermon. And so I've been in First John a lot recently, and it is so simple. So, so simple what he says, but what he says has so many applications and meaning that we could spend way too much time here. Way too much time here. Way too much. But light is... Oh, no, go ahead. I, I was going to comment, like, I once did a study on it, and it lasted, like, um, like eight weeks to get through, like, chapter three. So... Like. Yeah. It's, <laughs> if, if, if you are wondering right now what should be reading next in scripture, I recommend First John. Amen. It's good. So, light in First John is sort of used as the overarching idea of what John is talking about, but he sort of substitutes light for a couple other ideas. 
And I'm just going to quickly list them, okay? You have truth, holiness, and salvation. Those are the things that are like the light of or in the light of this. This is what it is. And to sort of go back to the song a little bit, I want to be in the light, okay? The light of God is the light of truth, the light of holiness, and being in the light means that you are in salvation. Like, you are saved. And so there's just so much meaning here just packed into one word of light that it's it's just, it blows the mind. Yeah. And uh, on top of that, in 1 John, Jesus is called the light. It's called the light of life, which uh, goes back to salvation, really. Uh, and we sort of talked about this earlier, but Tim, I, I'm going to ask you a question. Another question. Send it. What, what is the light of life? Ooh. I mean, other than Jesus, you know. So... I'm going to look at it kind of like in the light of, so like the light of life would, I would, for me would be like salvation. Like in, if we're, if you said, you're saying that like the John's supplementing these for like truth, justice and salvation. And like in the light of that, like it, it, what, how does light work? Right. Light mm-hmm. takes, it illuminates. It, it illuminates you. If you walk into a dark room and you have your phone case or your phone, like your screen on, it's not that bright, right? Like, yeah. it, I mean, unless it, it's my mom's phone, then it's like 100 brightness and it like blinds you from across the room. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> her phone screen isn't that bright. It's the, uh, anyway, she, like if, just that dim little light, if you turn it onto the room, it illuminates the entire room. All darkness is ushered away. Yeah. And, and so that's the characteristic of light. It shines light on things unseen. Yeah. And that's why it's it's closely matched with truth. In first, you know what? We didn't even read from First John. I'm, I'm going to read from First John real quick. Get it. Um, I'll, re- I'll, re- I'll read First John 5. First John 1 5. Uh, this is the message we heard from him and declared to you, God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. So you can see in that, you can see the truth, you can see the holiness, you can see salvation. And so to sort of go back to my question that I asked you, Tim, like, what is the light of life? Uh, light illuminates. And so the light of life is the illumination upon our life. Very simply. Yeah. And it goes back, like, what what is meaning? What is purpose? Well, without the truth of who, what, of who God is, what he has done for us, without the holiness of God and without salvation, that there, there is no life. Like, life is dark, which John likes to contrast, as you said, like, light, dark, truth, lies, holiness, sin. He does that a lot, and it's super awesome. To, I love it. to even follow up, 
He, in the next verse, he says, If we he say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Because if we say, ah, I, I've, I haven't sinned today, we must not have the light, because the light shines the darkness on our darkness, our inner darkness, and, mm-hmm. and our inner darkness. <laughs> like, the sins is like the dirty laundry that I missed when I throw it into the hamper at night, I miss the basket <laughs> probably like 80% of the time. And, and so like that, I, you could equate that to sin. My wife would, she'd be like, please pick it up. <laughs> and, uh, you know. and so, Oh, when I turn the light on, it's there. I can't, I'm and like, if the lights on all the time, I'm confronted with my dirty laundry. Yeah. And, there's there's no avoiding it. And so if we say, "Ah, oh, I don't have dirty clothes in the corner." I'm lying because they're right there. Yeah. I'm I'm not sinful, but if it's on display for the world to see, how can you say that? <laughs> and, and and here's I mean, the analogy kind of breaks down if I go and pick it up, but the beautiful thing mm, is Jesus yeah. picks it up. And Jesus picks up the laundry, man. And and so I'm not saying my wife is Jesus, but <laughs> Jesus. Is, well, you better be picking up your own clothes. But Jesus is as cr- confronted with our sin as we are, and and he already died for us, and he already picked it up. Like he He's already really put not- it in the basket, and it's folded. Like, praise the oh. Lord. Oh, it's so good. Let's let's go back to the song. Can yeah. can you can you can you read the next part? All right. The disease that of uh, no, I said read, sir. Sorry. Read. We, we ain't we ain't we ain't going crazy now. All right. The disease. The. <laughs> I, was, I wanted to sing. sing it. All right. The disease of self runs through my blood. It's a cancer fatal to my soul. Every That's my favorite line. It literally sent chills down. I got goosebumps. Uh. Every attempt on my behalf has failed to bring this sickness under control. You can't pick up your own laundry. I can't. I'm I'm so bad at basketball. It just keeps piling piling up next to it. Can't do it. And so it it, it goes back to Jesus as life, Jesus as the light of life. It's 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 you can't heal your cancer. If it's a cancer in your soul, you what what do you think you can do to take care of that? Are you going to start cutting stuff out? It's you're not going to help. You're going to cause more harm than good. the The first part of the disease of self runs through my blood. I I love that line mm-hmm. because sin is a disease of self. The way that I like to describe sin, or one of the ways I like to describe sin, uh, is as open rebellion against God. It is choosing the self above God. And it just, it strikes me so hard, even as a Christian, even as someone who knows that they are saved, as someone who has, I'm, I'm gonna say a pretty good relationship with god i definitely want to improve my relationship with god because i think we can always be improving because god is there's so much to god that we can keep learning and experiencing and having fellowship with him but even 
even after doing all that, after being a Jesus freak, I, I know that there's still this disease of self inside of me. Even And I can't even, heal it. Yeah. Even David yeah, knew that. Like, his prayer, he's yeah. like, one thing have I asked from the Lord, that I would dwell in his house mm-hmm. all the days of my life. All the days of my life. I would be with God and he'd be with mm-hmm. me. Like, yeah. <sighs> I love this song. I, as we're talking about it, I'm like singing it in my head and it's just, I'm just worshiping over here. <laughs> Get it, boy. Do, do, part of do. me, part, part of me kind of wishes that I could have it like in one ear while I'm still talking, but that would totally distract me. Oh, um, immensely so. I'd be so distracted. All right. We actually sort of uh, skipped something. I skipped it intentionally. I don't know if you did. Oh. But part of the chorus, uh, I want to be in the light as you are in the light. I want to shine like the stars in the heaven. Oh, Lord, be my light. You know, like the the entire chorus, basically. You know, you know, you know, like the part that is actually repeated so much, which when a song chooses something for the chorus, it's it's normally chose to be a repeat for a reason. It's supposed to be an earworm or a yeah. thought that... So music, I love musicians when they have, like, a complete thought in the chorus, but, like, they end... I I, I can't say to the song because I can't remember how they end the chorus, but how music works in our brain, like, they work together. If you have an incomplete musical thought, like, it, like incomplete string of music or so it'll mm-hmm. end on like a dissonance like all this all i want to be in the light it's completing yeah. it's completing the thought but it's also oh your brain wants to go in the light in the light and yeah like that's how they've written the song and so it loops your brain back to the front of it and so choruses if they're done right, are written to just be stuck in your head. Yeah. So I've been looking at this song a lot recently, and I came to the conclusion that the verses and the sort of pre-chorus is is the valley. And then the chorus is the rise up the mountaintop and is the mountaintop. And so you have, just like in times of your life, you have moments where you're just like, I am not enough, I am inadequate. And then you have this this takeaway. It, it always comes back to this takeaway of, I want to be in the light as you are in the light. This is where I want to be. This is where I, I choose to be. And being in the light, um, one of the gripes that I have with a lot of quote-unquote Christians today is the I am saved, so I am done sort of mentality. Mm. It really grinds my gears a little bit. Uh, Salvation is the first step for your fellowship with God, your relationship with God. And to walk in the light is to be continual. It's it's supposed to be daily. And so to me, this is almost like, it reads like a prayer. Like, Lord, today I want to be in the light as you are in the light. I want to shine <clears throat> for you like the stars in the heavens do. Be my light. Be my salvation, because this is all I want to do. I want to live my life for you. To me, that's what that chorus reads. 
And so you actually mentioned Matthew, where it talks about a light on a hill cannot be hidden. Yeah. That's what Christians are supposed to be like. We're supposed to be a light on a hill. We're supposed to be visible. But you know what? <laughs> Christians are humans, and humans are sinful. We have the disease of self running through our veins. This is true. Grr, self. I don't like self, Tim. I don't like self. Self is bad. Like, I like myself, but not the... Yeah. But it's, it's different from self-hate. Like, it's not that I hate myself. It's just I, I realize that I am sinful. I, I'm not the Monty Python guy going like, yeah, yeah, and they hit the <laughs> head with the board. I appreciate yeah, anyone. Everybody. Brunk. Yes. I appreciate Brunk. anyone who gets that reference, and I appreciate you if you don't get it. But I, I also like. Because we're all friends here. I love you. Yeah. Right. City, on a, <laughs> city on a hill. City on a hill. I actually have the verse in front of me because that's. Oh, yeah. Matthew 5. It, I said it, and then my brain was like, you got to get a, yourself a refresher, boy. Like, read that bad boy. So, yeah, so read, I, read it. So read I, it and don't weep. <clears throat> you are the light of the world. This is Jesus speaking. Uh, a city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works, and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And that that's a lot to unpack. Like that's how that's how you're supposed to live your life, though. That's how the Christian's supposed to live their life. That's it. That's it. You're supposed it's to love. The, the, the simplest way, simplest way, is if you're about to do something, you're thinking, should I do this? Ask yourself, does this honor God? Yes? Go for it. No? Don't do it. It could bo be boiled down on even farther, or is this loving? Yeah. Like, like in First John, he... He talks about oh, love and, and like, so if we're children of God, we then love our brothers because where is love from? Where is the source? Like at the end of the day, anyone who has ever loved anybody, where does it come from? It's God. God. God is the source of all love on the planet. Even if you hate God and love your your family or your wife or your girlfriend or yourself yeah or yourself it's all from god because god loves you yeah your your value comes from who god made you to be as being made in god's image that's where our value comes from it's it's it really is simple <laughs> but Anyways, so we're actually almost through with the song um, versus chorus, but there's sort of like this quiet part where they're sort of like a repeating. Uh, and it starts with honesty becomes me that there's nothing left to lose. The secrets that did run me in your presence are diffused. And this is a one person says it and then there's an echo. Pride has no position and riches have no worth. The fame that once did cover me has been sentenced to this earth. And, and that, that's 
And then That's he it. then echoes it. Has been sentenced to this earth in like triumph. Yeah. It's very triumphant. Yeah. And it's 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 a weird mix of like triumph and also like sadness though. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's unescapable. Which um so <clears throat> growing up, I didn't know the words very well. And uh part of this um trying to go back I, instead of fame uh i can't remember what word i always had now that i'm looking at fame i cannot think of i i think i always thought it was fate and the fate that once did cover me it's the idea that like without god we are fated to remain in sin to, to remain separated from god and it's it's not just me it's it's everyone the same judgment that is upon me is upon the entire earth. Yeah. And then it goes on. What's what's going on inside me? I, I can't stand myself. I know I need a savior. So, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's it. That's that's the song. There there is one part that DC Talk does. Um, at the end of the song, they sort of do this like in they they sing in the light over and over again. Uh, but and I don't know what they actually say, but for every single time that I've heard it, it sounds like he says at the end, "I am the light," which I know is in reference to what Jesus says. But and and this is me being critical here. I know me being critical of one of my favorite songs ever. Uh, it's it's always rubbed me the wrong way because the entire song has been from the perspective of a human. It's like, I am sinful, I am wretched, I am in need of God, I am in need of a savior, I am the light. Which, it's true, I am the light to the world, but I just personally have a hard time saying it. And so, recently when I've been listening to it, I've actually, since it's freestyle, and you know freestyle, you do what you want, uh, I've been putting in the words like, he says, I am the light, or he said, I am the light. Because otherwise, it just sounds wrong to me on like a theological level and, and keeping like the flow of the song going. I, I know, it's just a random, crazy little thing. Just like, Jordan, you're, you overthink things. I, I know I do. It, I mean, that's why we're doing the podcast is those <laughs> tiny little nuances, though, right? Like, yeah. like. There's some songs that just, it's so good, but then there's just the like, it it disconnects you from. Yeah. Fortunately, it's at the end of the song. You're right. Or even if it was just like, he's my light, like it, again, the idea of I am the light being said makes sense. Like, I I know it's not trying to be like, ha, I am the light. I want to be in the light and I'm the light. Ha ha. Like, I, I know that's not what it's trying to say and i don't think it's even in the original charlie peacock version it's been a while since i've listened to it but it just it's it's just a little thing that just sort of pulls me out just a little bit just a little bit but that's why if i sing loud enough i don't have to hear it i don't even don't even need to worry about it and we may be wrong maybe he's saying in the light and it sounds like i'm the light yeah maybe maybe but like all the lyrics that i have looked at online don't even really have that section yeah 
I, Wait. I, I'm looking right now and I'm not finding anything. Yeah, so it's just like, what? And um, some other like cover versions that I've listened to, like they all say pretty distinctly, I'm the light. So it's, I don't know. For that reason alone, though, it's just like it's it's just, just a little thing. Just takes me out just just for a moment. But if you're like me, uh, and recently I've been listening to this song a lot, I'll listen to the song and then before it gets to that part, I'll actually reset it to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> like we're doing it again, 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 ha- again, again. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's about it. Oh, Tim. Yeah. Tim. 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 Mm-hmm. That's- there's there's one other reference of light in the Bible that I I think would be beneficial looking at. Okay. Um, Revelation. Ooh. Okay. Right, this has to be the last one. We... Oh, absolutely the last one. I mean, it's but, the last book of the Bible. How can it not be the last one? Right. So in Revelation, uh, I can't. I it's got to be like twenty. Uh, 220. I'm looking it up right now because my brain's. Yeah, it's got to be in 22 somewhere I'm in scared. there. But it talks about how. Basically, rather than going and finding it and reading it, I'll just summarize for everyone. You have the new heaven, new earth. There is no sun, there is no moon, there is no stars. There is one source of light. One source of light, and that is God. Well, now. Depending on how you decide to interpret Revelation, you can either take that very literally, which I have no problem with. In fact, I try to take things in Scripture literal when possible. Uh, But even if it's not literal, the idea that God is the only source of light, remember what light is in reference to? Truth, holiness, salvation, fellowship, life. God is the only source for that. In our day and age, you can, as as Herod says in his thing with Jesus, what is truth? You, you can make up your own truth nowadays. When it comes to holiness, I can create my own standard for holiness. It doesn't matter. Salvation, I'm going to save myself. Life, my life is what I choose it to be. They're all false. They don't have any meaning or purpose. But they're there. In Revelation, those don't exist. It it's already been cast out. It's already been cast out. There's there's no need for it. There's there's no more dark. Like at this point, it's already the battle's already been won. Yeah, everything's everything's already taken care of, and that is the final picture we are given. That's it. That is what it means. To be in the light. I love this song. (laughs) Again. Definitely, definitely shaped the Christian that I am today. Here's a question. How how has it shaped your walk today? Well, as I said before, a lot of the words hit me square in the face. Mm. Like, I keep trying to find a life. Like, I, growing up, uh, I, I did grow up in the church, quite extensively in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was a rather 
rather prideful. Um, like all of my knowledge, that was all it was. It was head knowledge. I knew the books of the Bible. I knew the stories. I could tell you details about the stories, but that was as far as it went. It wasn't until a fateful night when I had a very close encounter with the power of God that I came to realize who God is as a person. And so this song shaped my life because it is, is like a cycle, much like my life has been a cycle where there are some days where I just, I feel so wretched about myself. And it is also a prayer. I want to be in the light as you are in the light, Father. I want to shine for you like the stars do. Be my light. Be my salvation. This is all I want. This song has impacted me because this is the prayer of my life. And it also reminds me of where I have been. Thanks for sharing. And uh, I said before that I like to insert a couple words here and there. Uh, where it says, like, pride has no position, I sing my pride has no position. And part of that is because, uh, well, pride does have no position. Pride does not help you when it comes to salvation. Pride does not dictate truth. It does not make you holy or sanctified. Uh, but especially as someone in ministry, uh, something that you have to be careful of is thinking that you are doing God's work, not God is doing his work through you. Mm. And so that's, again, like there are just so many things that you can pick apart in 1 John. And, and, and this song was basically written with, with 1 John in mind. I mean, like theology in general, but there's so much from 1 John that it can just be used to reference this song and to just tear it apart. And to be, to be completely honest, we really didn't tear this apart like we could have. No, We could have spent so much more time. Because every the truth, holiness, salvation, life part of this, we could have gone through each line and looked how each of those is impacted or represented there. We didn't do that. But we care about, because we care about your time. Yeah, because, wow, can we talk. Oh, we could talk. We talk a lot. Ah! <laughs> what? DC talk? Huh? Oh. <laughs> ah! Okay, that's it. We're done. What? <laughs> what? So, Jordan, on a scale of what? What would you rate this as? Like, mm. I would rate this because I'm biased. Okay, and I. I know I'm biased. I'm going to give it four Johns out of four Johns. Mm. That's very unbiased of you. Very unbiased. I have not a single biased bone or sarcastic bone in my body. Can't confirm never sarcastic ever. No. Uh, I I would I'd have to give it four out of four. I feel like it does a really good job. and Because it... it... It, it 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 does its job. It's a self-reflecting song. And if and if, everyone's sinful, everyone has the disease of self. And especially for uh, as as Christians, we should be seeking to be in the light. Like that should be our prayer. Yeah. So that's why biased or not, I give it four out of four Johns. 
Even even despite the quote unquote "I am the light" part, because it, it at least provides the proper context to it. Yeah, it context is always key and will always be key. key. <laughs> Amen. It, if you're gonna have bad theology, explain the theology like where you're coming from to at least point your mind. This is okay because it's. In the light of the rest of the song. <sighs> so Tim, I I think I think that's all we have for today. Yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Four to four, Johns. Or you know what? If we wanted to be a little bit more honest with it, I might accept a nine out of ten. But I'm I'm a, I'm a stick with my four to four, Johns. Take take two. How long is isn't uh third John like we'll just if we're talking chapters of John, we'll just take third John out. Uh, we'll just take third John out. That's so sad. Third John is like what? 14, 15 verses. We're taking fifteen verses off of the four four Johns. You do remember what it says in Revelation about taking any words out of this book, right? No no no. Those words are still there. It's just Oh no. Go to the heresy corner. Heresy corner I go. Alright. Alright, everyone. Music is good. God is better. I'll see you from the next time we'll be broadcasting from the heresy corner. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, get out of here. Bye.